The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. All right, everybody, welcome into the Hoop Ball Celtics podcast. After a 118 to 100 win in the play in game against the Washington Wizards, I am your host here, Patrick Lounsbury. You can follow me on Twitter at Ballin Opinions. That's B A L L I N O P I N I O N S. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Hoop Ball Celtics. That's H O O P B A L L. S C E L T I C S. Thank you guys for coming in and stopping by after a Celtics get a 18 point victory against the Washington Wizards team. Today we're just going to go over the playing game and and briefly look at as the Celtics are getting ready to go in, up against a former foe and former teammate in Kyrie Irving and if, you know it's going to be a, a showdown there in Brooklyn. But yeah, man, I'm excited for this. Uh, Go right into to talk about this game. So right off the rip of this game, it, it looked like both teams were really struggling early on as far as finding any type of rhythm on the offensive side of the ball. Both teams just getting some good looks and just not really converting. In the beginning was very evident to me. I thought both teams just kind of came out sh- a little shaky. And then uh, ends up being a you know, 21-27 First quarter for both teams, real real low slow scoring game. You know, Robert Williams ended up getting cleared to play in this game, but there's also where's he end up getting hurt in this game as well. So we'll, we'll jump more on that as we get down that line. Uh, I thought Bradley Beal was a uh, playing some really good defense despite his knee issue, especially in that very beginning of the game. He was clearly bothered by that hamstring strain and. As I talked about it on my last podcast going into this matchup, my my key points was we didn't really have to focal point on Bradley Beal so much that we needed to turn Russell Westbrook into a jump shooter. And I thought the Celtics did a really, really good job of doing that. I mean, extremely good job of letting Westbrook be like, okay, cool, yeah, you want to you wanna shoot jumpers all night? Shoot jumpers all night. Westbrook was 6 of 18 from the field, so... Allowing him to take all of his shots was very important to me. Um, I thought that was a key contribution to the Celtics get being able to maintain uh, Russell Westbrook and keep him out of his rhythm. Russell actually didn't have a triple double when when Russell sorry when Russell Westbrook has five assists. And he's shooting a bunch of jump shots, so he's six of eighteen from the field. Yeah, he had fourteen rebounds. That's nice and all, but maintaining his playmaking and reducing his scoring was a key factor into Celtics being able to win. Another key factor would definitely be Jason Tatum going off for fifty points and Kemba Walker chipping another twenty nine. I will agree with that a hundred percent as well. Also, Tristan Thompson had a, had a double double with twelve points and twelve rebounds. Thought he was really solid on the defensive end. He's you know he doesn't do much outside of like getting your boards and, and just really playing solid defense. That's all you need from him, though. At the end of the day, that's all you need from him. And it was unfortunate that Robert Williams wasn't 
able to hang around in this game for for much long as he he did come down and, and landed landed pretty awkwardly with uh jason tatum and jason tatum was fine unfortunately but robert williams t- went out for the rest of the first half he tried to give it a go after halftime but he really looked bothered um ends up not returning to the game they're they're calling it because of the turf toe waiting on more results of if we're gonna be able to have them during the the Brooklyn series or not, it'll be interesting to check out. Just something to monitor there. Also, uh, thought, uh, you know, Marcus Smart had an injury scare himself there in the first half. Uh, it looked like he may have hurt his knee. It ended up being an ankle. Just took some time off on the sideline, worked his way back. Simple. Simple Marcus Smart fashion. He ends up back into the game. Doesn't let a little ankle injury, um, Tarnish his ability to, to continue playing in this one. I thought uh, Marcus Smart was okay. You know, it wasn't great. He did a lot of good things defensively, but seven points up from him from three of eight from the field in 35 minutes wasn't his best showing. Fournier also struggled, was three of 11, eight points. Real no contributions from anybody on the, on the Celtics team. Only three Celtics in double-digit scoring. That'd be Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker, and Tristan Thompson. So, not a lot of minutes also for the bench guys. Peyton Pritchard only played five minutes. You know, Neesmith got a good amount of run, 14 minutes. He's the most uh, with Romeo Langford off the bench. I noticed that in this game, we had a really hard time containing uh, Ish Smith. Ish Smith's speed was killing us. Uh, whether it was in transition, creating for others, despite he was using his speed to a high advantage, putting us in bad, really putting us in bad positions a lot of the time, and taking they were Wizards were able to take a good advantage of that. So I think Brad Stevens noticed that once uh, Pritchard was getting eaten alive uh, by just the overall speed by Smith and just allowing Smith to get to the bucket really easily um was able he was just like we got to pull peyton pritchard and he put romeo langford in to adjust to that so um just keep portion there of what what brad stevens was doing there uh jason tatum ended up playing the 41 minutes he got 50 points eight rebounds four assists was spectacular in the third quarter jason tatum had 23 of his 50 points in that third quarter that's almost half his points in one quarter tonight he was just on a mission Celtics didn't shoot particularly well. They threw out 39.6% from the field, 33.3% from downtown. However, they were able to hold the Wizards to 14.3% from deep, and the Wizards ended up shooting 43.5% from the field. This, you know, Despite outshooting the Celtics in the percentage, count, in the percentage category, um, Celtics were able to still do enough. Also thought the Celtics did a good job of, of really putting pressure on the refs, especially Jason Tatum getting to the line 17 times tonight and hitting all 17 free throws. That was huge from Jason Tatum, a big portion of his points you know, coming from the line tonight. That was amazing to see from him. Also thought the Celtics did a good job of pushing things in transition. They did a lot of really, really, really good uh, pushes there. Uh, they had... Uh, 20, I think it was 20 points off, off turnovers. Yeah, they had 20 points off turnovers to the Wizards' six. So, 
Wizards had 16 turnovers. The Celtics only had 11. So that that's something that they've struggled throughout the regular season. All of a sudden, in the playing game, it just wasn't there. So um, hopefully that's that's good news and it continues in that direction. Uh, will be very interesting to see. Uh, however, I'm not going to bank on it because you know anything can happen. But the Celtics in this game really showed a lot of resilience. They were went to the halftime down two points. They were down by as many as ten points there in that second quarter, and then they really bounced back in that third. Thought Kemba Walker and Jason Tatum just took over the game, and you know Kemba Walker had a really solid game tonight. He had twenty nine points. He shot ten of twenty four from the field, six of fourteen from downtown. He had seven rebounds. You know, two assists. He was he was really a a problem on the offensive end for the other for the Washington Wizards, and he did a really good job of getting to his spots, hitting some tough shots, and really giving the Celtics the that needed a points boost because Jason Tatum, outside of Jason Tatum and Kevin Walker, you know, twelve points was the highest score from anybody else. You know, you need you need that offensive push. Moving going going against a team like the Brooklyn Nets here now that we're locked in at the seventh seed. It's going to be really important for the Celtics to get some production from other guys. They're going to need some guys to pitch in on the scoring end, on the offensive end, because to keep up with Brooklyn, who has James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant, it's going to be really tough if the Celtics come out and, you know, Jason Tatum's not going to get 50 points every night. I'd love it if he was able to, but I don't think that's a reasonable thing to think about, um, especially with how you know, Brooklyn's, you know, Brooklyn's not going to have the greatest defense, but at the same time, they're going to be scoring the bucket a lot, and it's going to force the Celtics to, they have to keep up. In order for the Celtics to to stay within reach of Brooklyn, they're really going to have to lock down and, and just have the ability to to really, you know, try to make it a game by, by getting contribute contribute from their bench unit contributes from other guys like fournier and smart so but um something i really want to monitor is let's look out for robert williams and see if we're gonna be able to get him back i think that's gonna be a key thing to get back here for that net series um but yeah I'm, i'm excited for you know kevin durant versus tatum you know kemba walker versus Kyrie. you got james harden it's this is gonna be a really good and tough matchup for boston it's not an ideal matchup. We definitely didn't want to see Brooklyn in the first round. But here we are, and, and we got to play whoever's in front of us. I thought I thought that the, the Celtics, if they can play with some good defense and urgency and really limit the Nets, they can, they can make a series out of it. But it's going to take a lot of things to go right for the Celtics. They're going to have to be pretty mistake-free. Can't really give the next extra possessions and stuff, and I believe that you know the Celtics can can pull out you know some games in this and, and make it very interesting. And who knows how it ends up turning up? But the Celtics are definitely going to have to clean up a lot more things. They can't turn over the ball a lot against Brooklyn. They're definitely going to need a lot more production from everybody else. And overall, it's it's going to be a, a huge challenge that I think this team is is up for. It'll be interesting to see what. Uh, some of the younger guys are able to do in that series as far as Peyton Pritchard and and Langford and Neesmith. 
uh, getting some run. I, I'm, I'm excited to see what the young guys are going to get as far as minutes go in production. Um, got a lot of things to watch for in this matchup. Uh, I believe that there's a lot of intriguing things that can can be seen in this, and uh, just just want to see good basketball. I, I don't. I I just want to see a lot of good habits in this series more than anything else. I want to see the experience. I want to see how these guys handle it. Jason Tatum is is going to be Jason Tatum at the end of the day. Uh, Kemba Walker, how is his knee going to hold up through a series? I'm I'm curious in watching that. Um, just a lot of these things, you know. Uh, it, it, you know, one of the toughest things I saw tonight too, and, and it really is, is unfortunate for the Celtics not having Jalen Brown here down the stretch. Was I was watching Jalen Brown on the sidelines during this Wizards game, and you could just see his knee was just shaking, his arms shaking watching the game. He wanted to be in this contest so bad he wanted to compete he wanted to be there with his guys and help lead them to a victory they were able to get the win and everything and, and it's great and all but you know i think that Jalen brown is just going to be killed sitting there on the sideline watching watching his team play and compete so uh the celtics ended up avoiding having to go into another play-in game matchup and they end up getting the job done against the wizard at home Good job on the Celtics. Now they got to pack up their bags. They get on the road. They got to go face Brooklyn in uh, New York here on uh, Saturday. It's going to be a a tough challenge to start off the series on the road. But, you know, the Celtics are really good when they're underdogs. And they still have a lot of good players on the roster. And anything can happen in this series. They could, you know, just as long as they apply pressure and see what happens. Uh, you, you know you can make anything out of it. And I'm really excited to see what Jason Tatum is going to be able to do with uh, against Kevin Durant. I think that's going to be like one of the biggest finals ma- or one of the biggest playoff matchups that he's had since LeBron James. So really keyed on watching how the Celtics really respond to a bunch of superstarted studded team, and and I'm excited, man. You know we're the underdogs. We're going to come out swinging, fighting, have that energy level. And hopefully make it a series, you know. Uh, um, but other than that, guys, uh, I, don't, I don't have any much more to add as far as the game. Celtics get it done. Super excited about them getting the 18-point victory against the Wizards. Great, great win from the Celtics. Great pull-away win from Jason Tatum and, and Kemba Walker. Next up, let's get Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James Harden. Let let the the battle of the of blows go you know return of Kyrie Irving to you know Boston in game three will be fun just it's going to be quite the series and I'm, I'm very excited to tune in and, and see what our our Celtics are able to do in this matchup you know um, and yeah that's that's all I have here to say also want to note that you know Bradley Beal what a guy man toughed it out tonight he was really slow on trying to cut and stuff like that. Couldn't blow by guys. He still ended up dropping 20 points, but kudos to him for playing through a strained hamstring. It was quite impressive to see him being able to, to be out there and competing. He was hobbled around a lot, but he, he left his heart on the floor. I just wanted to be, give him a big shout-out to Bradley Beal. Jason Tatum and him have that St. Louis connection, so just a big shout-out to him. And, yeah, man, let's... Let's get to it. Let's get in the grind here. Let's get 
focused and ready for for Brooklyn on Saturday, guys. Thank you so much for stopping by today's show. Please, please give us a like and give us a review here on whatever platform you are listening on. Thank you so much for stopping by on the Hoopball Celtics podcast. Again, my name is Patrick, and I appreciate you guys so much. All right, guys, I will catch you after the Nets game on Saturday. See ya.